Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the NXT Review. We are the Dudley Boys of What Culture. I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick to review last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube, <sighs> where we do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a pretty good quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Havlet and Sidgwick uh, to review last night's NXT, my perfect show, I think. I was surprised to hear you say that when we came in. Maybe it was just because it wasn't the show we previewed. Still mm. available wherever you get your podcasts and worth the listen, IMO, because <laughs> it was uh, decidedly different from the show we got. Uh... I'm curious as to hear your review of it and then decide. Because I thought it was pretty mid one. Mm. Bit too much wrestling, as usual, on NXT. <laughs> and I, I thought it was skit light. And then you seem to think otherwise. Mm. Yeah, no Von Wagner, no party. That, yeah. that is a good point. It was missing Von Wagner. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. He intersects my earnest and irony, earnest and ironic sensibilities. Mm. I love that man. <laughs> I also think that character is very stupid. Yeah. And I missed him. Really missed him. Uh, I should probably address the uh, elephant in the room. Not you, Nelly. Uh, I've slept funny. I mentioned this yesterday. It's gotten worse, uh, so I'm wearing a neck brace because it genuinely helps with my pain. So this guy loves comedy so much he does everything funny. Huh? <laughs> a lot more respect for Roddy Strong's gimmick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You've decided now that neck braces work. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I judge you too harshly. In fact, you know what? Roddy Strong. Hey, 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 hey. You are right. You're the only real journalist and the only one of us that's taken a bump because you slept funny. I kind of want it's like to be a wrestler. <laughs> sort of feels like I'm on the road for anything. Anyway, uh, let's get into this show because uh, it started with a sensational match. It was the tag titles on the line. Tony D'Angelo and Stax uh, versus uh, Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. No messing about. Obviously, a real blood feud going into this. Uh, so we start off with the champs, the babyfaces, attacking the challengers during their entrance. He's a bit into this at the moment, Sean, isn't he? Oh, too much, I. Loads Way of this. too much. It was a bit later on where... Tony Khan. <laughs> I think it was Jensen. He just went, do you want to just take my move set for a brief point in this match? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they brawl... Um, the champs eventually get into the ring, argue a bit with the ref, and Stax dives out onto the opponents. And uh, after that, Tony D and Stax kind of take over early on. They set up for the power and glory, you know, powerplex spot that they do. Uh, but Garza cuts 
cuts him off. They catch Stacks on the top rope uh, and hit him with a, a big slam off the top to take us to a break. When we come back, Stacks has been isolated. Uh, Tony D gets the hot tag, though, and nails everyone. Big spine buster gets a two count on Carrillo. Uh, but Garza gets the blind tag. Stacks is coming at this point. Um, he gets Stacks up on his shoulders, and Umberto drop kicks him off them for a nice two count as well. Um, but Stacks comes back into it. Modified DDT and a knee to the back gets a near fall. Um, the referee gets distracted yeah. and Stax gets hit low by Gaza. They hit the J driller and get a two count. I was very worried for a brief second there. But then, hang on, where are we? Oh my God. Pressed it too hard first time. <laughs> Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, Stax. I'm fairly certain the only three people this year mm -hmm. to simultaneously kick out and low blow their opponent. A goated spot. Tons of law. Does this mean that Paul Heyman wasn't just speaking to Brombreaker and Ava when he came to NXT? He's got the surname, she's the Rock's daughter. That's right. Do we think that maybe the family could mean something else? Blood-related mm. to Stacks. Like, like a feeder club, almost. Like, I, I can dream. Uh, anyway, <laughs> off, off the back of that, Tony D and Stacks hit the bada-bing, bada-boom. Uh, Tony says he loves Stax and then just hoys him onto Korea on the outside. One, two, three, the family retain and the Wilborn household celebrate. This was all right. I've been pretty critical of the Stax and Tony D matches and this was one of the better ones. I think a lot of that is down to the booking of Gaza and Carrillo. Yeah. Um, there's been lots of speculation they're losing upwards and going to join Santos Escobar on the main roster, which is, a, like, I like the idea, but it's a bit of a tough sell when you basically just, you rush through this tag title run, you have to lose the match, and then Santos still has to go, I love you guys, you complete losers, I need you in my new group. So they looked really up for it. Good facials mm. from them. Like, you just saw more from, there was like a lot packed in at this. There wasn't a great deal of like psychology or anything. It's like, we've got loads of really big, hard-hitting moves that otherwise, like the J-Drill, like otherwise would be a kill shot, but not tonight because mm -hmm. we're not here to do that. So I think this was an, as effective a match as you can do for those two when you're losing upwards to the main roster against tag team champions that still otherwise, like, feel a bit like paper champions. I'm sorry. Sorry, like, these matches don't do much for me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's... Stax is going to come in anytime soon. I'll say it, like, quite quietly. Hopefully not too quiet so you can't pick it up. But it's just the typical rushed Tony D and Stax tweener match that is action-packed, but the action ain't that great. Mm. If that makes any sense? Mm -hmm. Like, the rush through things doesn't always look that great. Um, generic, but fast, and I guess watchable on that basis, but... Um, I was just struck by like what a vastly superior tag team and a vastly superior pair of workers, um, Carrillo or Carrillo, as um, Booker T calls it. <laughs> uh, he had a night, didn't he? Last yeah, night, yeah, he always has a night. Um, <laughs> he was making noises again in that normal women's segment, mm. wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I again trying to say it quietly, but mm. they're just vastly superior workers, so. Yeah, kind of averaged out to halfway decent, but uh, yeah, it was kind of the responsibility of the uh, the other team. I like Stax's boots and belt. That's a good look. <laughs> He's getting better aesthetically. Mm. I thought it was stupendous. Uh, to steal a phrase from uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> I'm very excited to see what Dave goes this on on Friday. <laughs> I think yeah, I think it could be I think it could be Joe Punk levels. Yeah, I think it could be. <laughs> I definitely think it could be around that. Oh, I'll tell you what, boys. Uh, this neck is really causing me some chip. I'm going to go and 
I'll quickly go and take some ibuprofen. I should have taken some before we came in here. Yeah, my arm but hurts as well, actually. I'll mm. tell you what, off the, <laughs> off the back of this, why don't, you, uh, why don't you pitch, I don't know, who Stacks and Tony D could face next. I'll be, oh, I'll be back in a second. Don't talk to me. <sighs> He's wearing this neck brace. You have had this arm issue for weeks, Sige, and... Where's your brace? Where's your cast? Where's your... You've just, just like, got uh, it out. I've got it out. You've worked through like, it. Like, it might be like some kind of like uh, tennis elbow yeah. or... You know when you just can't really get rid of it without going to a physiotherapist. Uh-huh. It, doesn't really aff- ah, it doesn't really affect my life too badly. You reach I, that age, don't you, where it's you, like do. you just get aches and pains. I, I just I don't know what his excuse is. Like, he'll be gone ages, as usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Stacks, Stacks, I'm great, man. Neck is feeling great after the tag match. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, what are you making the tag match, huh? Yeah. I thought it was um, it was all right. You well, know what? Yeah, I'm good. You're all right. Yeah. You're hoying the cat. That's good. You guys, you Brits, see? I've only seen that on the main stage. Stacks waving, borrowing that from. Yeah, took it from the tribal chief. <laughs> <laughs> Who better to steal from? Yeah, well, indeed. what's the expression? Um, talent borrows, genius steals, or something like, well, that, like that. Genius yeah. borrows. It's, well, it's not like mine. That. It's not mine. I like your mustache, Dax. Huh? You got a nice mustache. Is that what this is? Yeah. I was uh, yeah, just, you know, been pretty busy uh, getting ready for the old <laughs> title defense and kind of, kind of forgot to shave. So because uh, it just popped up. But I tell you what, I never liked the idea of uh, having a mustache, uh, Sige. Uh, but then it grew on me. <sighs> well, what, what is the deal with uh, what is the deal with mustaches, huh? Uh, it's a little bit of hair on the upper lip. <laughs> um, I have one. Not, he doesn't have one, kind of. <laughs> um, one day I'll have a fine <laughs> mustache. And oh, something, my career's just ended. <laughs> my career has just ended. Yeah, it's a little bit of hair on the upper lip. I mean, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. You got it in one. But the problem is, um, Eli Cottonwood had about like 28 more seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of hair on the upper lip. A giggling prick, Matt Striker, jumping up and down like Jerry Lawler when Sable took a top off, waiting for that's him to, like, he ruined his life. The same old loser. That, did I get him, Vince? Did I get him? That cat-kicking asshole. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, three. You, is NXT better now? Oh, vastly better now. Absolutely. Loser's back in the day, huh? <laughs> well, uh, how do you compare yourself to that loser, you know, that rookie Daniel Bryan? Yeah, I could think could still learn a thing or two. Bring him back. Get him to learn a few uh, few reps at the performance center, and then uh, you know maybe uh, maybe know how to work properly, and maybe he wouldn't be such a goddamn snitch. Uh, but we could use him uh, in the family. Sitch, <laughs> three jokes, three questions for you. Uh, what do you call speaking of facial hair? What do you call a beardless spy? Hmm? Right. Okay. So that's probably James Bond yeah. or. Bourne, what's Bourne's first name? Jason, Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, James Bond, Bond. felt exactly where my head went as well. A hairless spy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, hairless, beardless, beardless. Beardless spy. Is anything in 007? Or the spy who uh, yeah. shaved me. Good. <laughs> but he would be the... Yeah, he'd yeah. be the, yeah. Um, this is hard, this one. A beardless spy, so James Bond... Golden eye, octopusy. <laughs> he eight of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you call a beardless spy? You are so goddamn close. Double O shaven. 
Hamlet. That's one of the ones that you, like we should have got, but they're not. Yeah, I've been disappointed in you guys. <laughs> you got that uh, what is the difference between my ex-girlfriend and a walrus? Huh? Stocks. Oh, that's stocks, man. Oh, man. What you want from us here, man? Maybe, uh, maybe a uh, bit of a hospital pass. For oh, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Feels okay. like it. They're not extinct, are they? They just look like a mammoth that is extinct. Yes. Hmm. What? what? Well, hang on, hang on. Hang on. I might, I might, have, I might got this, mm-hmm. right? So he likes these, like, sort of broad, um, one would say, like, antiquated yes. comedy. Uh-huh. Okay. Could say that, yep. So if it's what's the difference between my ex girlfriend and a walrus? Um, I wish my ex girlfriend's mother in law was extinct, because you know I think they're Ooh. descendant from mammoths, and that's yeah, I think so. That's nice. I like that. That's very um, stacks in front of the brick wall early days. Yeah, like mother in law guy, like in the eighties, and yeah. he probably moved on or should have moved on at least. Definitely, how does old man always leave the toilet seat up? Yeah, that sort of stuff. So what yeah. you're saying? I, I'm going to go with. Yeah. I wish my mo- uh, ex-girlfriend's mother-in-law was extinct. Mother was extinct. Good. Not right. What's the difference between my ex-girlfriend and a walrus? One has a mustache and stinks of fish, and the other one's a walrus. Uh, final joke. Final question for you, Ziggy. I'm not selling that. I'm not selling it. Glad one of you is. Final question for you, Ziggy. What do you call you a f- awesome. <laughs> What do you call an Italian's mustache soaked in urine? Hmm? Picture that. So it's like pee or piss. Pee or piss. Pee or piss. An Italian's now mustache soaked in urine. I'm feeling like a spike in that James Bond trying to hop across those crocodiles' mouths at the moment. Yeah. Guessing any of these. An Italian man's mustache that has been soaked in urine. Um, like Mario and Luigi uh, both got the big moustaches, haven't they? Is there anything in that isn't going to get us cancelled? I don't know. No. What do you call an Italian man's moustache soaked in urine? A pistachio. Steal it, guys. Red light on me. <laughs> Bye, stacks. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I was maybe took a shot to the head on that J driller there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, who's going to host then if he's got neck problems? Oh, I don't know. Because. Oh, oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Right? He's back. Oh, yeah, sorry. Much better now. A bit of, bit of ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. What have I missed? Oh, uh, Stax. Oh, you're joking. He's flying off the rail. I think the power of being a tag champion is starting to go through his head. Yeah. What's, what's funny about Stax, and I don't understand this, right, is that he was probably born like well after that kind of style of comedy when... How old he? How old are Stax? Like, early 20s, probably. Early 20s. Uh, we should know he's our mate. We, yeah, we've never just... He's kind of our, is he our mate? We just never asked, have we? 26. 26. So, so he's born in... 97. Yeah, so that's well gone. Yeah. So why does he do this? I don't, he, must, he must like, you know, when he's watching tapes, Sean tells him to watch tapes, but instead of watching old wrestling, he's watching old comedy. Yeah. And he's thinking, oh, this is what I need to develop like, my uh, character. Like Andrew Dice Clay and, yeah. and the like. And the like. Yeah. He's got a taste yeah. in... Because like, Dice Clay was completely out of the uh, the Dice Geist. Nice. That's 
Very by nice. the time he was born yep. and old enough to know who Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. March third is his birthday, so we best remember that. We better, we better remember that. Is he our mate? You know, it's one of those things like when you like have a group of friends and then. Mm. Their friends kind of become your friends. Yeah. And mm. like, you're like, oh, well, we like proper mates. And then the, the litmus test is always, could I go for a pint with you on my own? And you're like, ooh, I'm not sure about that. Could I go for a pint with Stacks? I think it would start well. But the more he has, the worse some of those jokes would get. That's the thing. He's like, that's like sober. Yeah. He's like, that's, that's sober true, as a yeah. judge. He's got naive sort of filter, has he? You can't have crap with him about films because he's only seen The Godfather mm. 100 times on his flights. Yeah. I don't know if I could have a... Don't say, don't, don't say it, though. Don't mention it. Trained by Kane, according to uh, Pro Wrestling. Explains quite a lot. Yeah, he believes. Uh, anyway, back to... Maybe uh, that's what he's got the red and black hat for, in a bit of law. Ah, maybe like a tribute. Yeah. Uh, Kane hasn't trained anyone. Has <laughs> he? I think it's just like a yeah, performance centre, because it's got... Why's Kane? That's Norman Smiley. Probably some young Knoxville right-wingers, but I can't think of any wrestlers. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that. Suddenly, Stax is uh, <laughs> Stax is a producer now. Stuart Lee now. Um, so we go backstage after that brilliant title retention for the family, uh, and a uh, bunch of guys. Oh, this is earlier on today, by the way. A bunch of guys are watching the vignette from Ilya and Corbin because that's how you want to you spend your Tuesday. Let's rewatch that. Um, and there's uh, is that what Chase Hughes for? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I've got. Bigger fish to fry. This is normal chats, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and backstage is Axiom. Nerd! And Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. Uh, having a chat. Saying, God, he's made so many sacrifices. But for all that of Baron Corbin's life, in comes Ilya and he's not best pleased by this. He's overheard it. And, well, I suppose you wouldn't, he wouldn't say it, it was... It's, it's, it's one of those, sorry, I have to... Just bury the dialogue here. We do not do enough of this on NXT, no. and I'm going to do it more later on as this podcast progresses. Like, no one talks like that. You would, rather, you would just say, I'd rather have his life than Elias. Yeah. That's how you would say it. Oh, I think I'd rather have Baron Corbin's lavish lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a wife, he's got a fleet of cars. A lavish lifestyle. Never gets to see his child, does Ilya. And, uh, well, I suppose in terms of analysing that conversation... Ilya's so angry, he wouldn't describe it as, uh... <laughs> oh, very entertaining. Uh, he says, uh, oh, so you think I'm doing the wrong thing? Such Nathan's like, no, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. Just want some nice meat. Yeah, that's all it is. In a bath. <laughs> In a loving embrace of his family. Ilya, from like a hundred miles away, spotted the opportunity to get hurt. He's like, I'm having some of that. Yeah, Cody, <laughs> the Cody Rhodes thing, but with Ilya. Uh, he says, you've got no respect, Nathan. And Nathan says, I do. I've got res- I respect you, but I'd rather have Baron Corbin's life. I <laughs> <laughs> sure he wouldn't. He's not separated from his family. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. And Ilya says, oh, we're far beyond the point of apologies. Nathan says, you're a bit wound up. And he says, I'll... We'll sort, I'll see you out there. Ilya Dragunov's Dragon. Dragon, new character is the guy on Twitter that gets quote tweeted where people are dunking on him saying, uh, I said, I'm just not let him see the kids. <laughs> He's just like increasingly angry about it. So yeah, that sets up a match for later. I mean, I'm excited. I was excited for the match. He's such a dickhead sometimes. Dragon, we're back to Dragunov. Oh God, Ilya's showing up. <laughs> Should we shut the party down? Yeah, yeah. Ilya's here. Uh, so that sets it up for later. He wants and to glass himself on the punch bowl. <laughs> 
we get uh, a video of the final uh, Iron Xavier qualifying matches being booked by Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, he books a Braun Breaker uh, versus Eddie Thorpe and Keanu James versus Kalani Jordan. <laughs> I don't know what went on there, but yeah. We already knew about that, obviously. And um, we get, they got this throughout the, the idea of Jerry Lawler knowing who Eddie Thorpe is. Yeah. Like, two seconds before he was fed the name to do it. Do you think, like, he refused to say, like, he like would only say, like, various divas, like, Tory Wilson. <laughs> I've said it now. Uh, like, he's just thinking he can book somebody, act like, as a shoot. He Why can would he do Tory Wilson? Just bring back one of his favorite <laughs> divas. Google how old Tory Wilson is. <laughs> <laughs> did... 48. Need chance. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he. Uh, maybe they were just trying to see if he'd say any name. Yeah, like you know that because they've got preposterous names in it. So you say say that this is a person who wrestles in in the next scene. He just says it, and they're like, okay, actually, it's called. It's we, can, we can make a wrestler called that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe got- I'm being too harsh about that Eddie Thorpe jibe, Jerry Lawler. Mm. I mean, maybe he is very familiar with educational establishments. <laughs> We get vignettes throughout the night, uh, hyping up the former North American champions. He's going to be in the full <laughs> Now way. we go to school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Johnny Gargano's uh, history here. Johnny Gargano? Who's <laughs> that? Um, <laughs> is he good? Is <laughs> he good? I've never seen him work. He's got his match up right now. <laughs> What's the, uh, what's the, was the, was the grunch there? What was it? The great ring. The grunch. How have you done that again? <laughs> you just grinked yourself. Congratulations, you grinked yourself. You're the Johnny Gargrunchio. Uh, uh, Josh oh, Brink. Hello, Johnny Grink. That's his new thing. He's not Johnny Russell. <laughs> We're just with Christmas Day. I'm the Grink. Noble Grink. <laughs> he walks in and kind of surveys, messed up his own house. If somebody gave me 75 pounds for it. Just tipped the table and throwing drinks on the kids. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right, Josh Briggs is backstage. He's celebrating, obviously, <laughs> winning his A to Vavu, qualify for NXT D lane. Uh, and there's Fallon and Jensen. And uh, he says, yeah, that's the biggest win of my career. I like the fact that Jensen went, biggest win of your career? We won the tag titles together, mate. But uh, mm. Well, that's... Uh Trouble afoot. He yep. says, uh, no one believed Problems him. mounting. No one believed me except you. Uh, and Lexus King walks up and says, hey, well done, pal. You knocked it out of the park with my help. Um, and says, look, well done to you, Fallon Henley. You've qualified as well, of course. But no one selected you, Jensen. And Jensen's like, oh. Briggs says, well, yeah, he'll, he'll fight you, actually. King says, sounds like a party. There was a brief moment where when Briggs was like, hey, he'll fight you and he'll fight you tonight, where Jensen was like, and then he remembered he was a babyface. Uh, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, actually. I will actually. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's that the thing. Like, you're putting me in frigging matches. I don't come here to wrestle. Yeah, come here to get my bloody end away. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting closer. No, no, it isn't. It's getting further away. Uh, and we might have established that. Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Something's happening. Yes. Yeah. Something's happening. What's <laughs> your favorite book, book in it? Oh, something's happening. Oh, something's happening here. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that, a, a development on episodic television? No, this is great. <laughs> But the development's full sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours of it. <laughs> uh, we get videos. Before, if that ever happened, Wilborn, how long would you get before you got bored if it was just NXT, 8-7 Central, USA Network, it's just uh, Brooks Jensen and Fallon Henley having full penetrative sex for two hours. Maybe a bit of foreplay here and there. How long would you watch that realistically? Last, I'll watch it for. Carry on. That's like the debut episode in the CW. 
<laughs> Celebrate yeah. Ruben Networks. Full sex. Uh, Nikita Lyons is is kicking and stretching and doing all that stuff. Uh, and she's in the crowd. She's going to come back soon from injury, which is good news. Happy for her. She was attacked, if you remember. Oh, yeah. By, uh, again, like Jerry Lawler, Blair Davenport, <laughs> when really we all know that it was Indy Hartwell. <laughs> so how are they, they going to square that off? Uh, she didn't seem that bothered. Like There was no, like, I'm going to get you, Blair. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to come back. Yeah. Somebody, like, took eight months off your career mm-hmm. yeah. in an attack. Uh, she's happy enough just doing a punching bargain shit. Yeah. Not uh, like uh, Detective Steve Austin in the year 2000. Yep. I'm going to find that asshole and I'm going to ruin everybody's good time. <laughs> and speaking with a dead man. <laughs> yep. Ah, he sucked as well, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another Iron Chivebu qualifier next. It was Kiana James versus Kalani Jordan. Uh, James beats her up early on, but Jordan manages to drop kick away out of trouble. Um, Kalani Jordan's got control, but uh, Kiana James grabs the hair to manage to escape, and they go outside. Jordan gets dropped on the announce table, takes her to a break. We come back. Uh, Kiana hits a spine buster, but Jordan fires back with a playmaker for a two count. Um, they go up top. Kiana blocks a superplex, hits the 401k. Uh, looks like she's got the match won, and the bell rings. She hasn't gone for the pinfall yet. And suddenly we realize, oh, Roxanne Perez is getting her own Ugh. back. She's grabbed the ring bell. She's distracted Keanu James. That allows Jordan to come back, kick, split leg and moonsault. One, two, three, Kalani Jordan qualifies uh, for NXT Delane. An upset, obviously. Yeah. So, I love them. Yeah. The hey, you, know, you could learn a lot from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, The bell ringing. Like, well, more on that later, maybe? I don't, mm, I don't know. A bell lore on this show. There was a spot in this. This was, match was like nothing. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It was nothing. But yeah, the, unremarkable. There was a spot in this match. Like, where, like so I don't mind telling the viewers, the listeners, whatever. I watch NXT and all the rest of the movie on 1.5 speed. I've gotten used to it. My brain's gotten used to quicker commentary. And it means that I don't have to get up quite as early in the morning to watch before mm-hmm. work. I thought I'd knock the speed the other way on that running Hurricane Ron. Oh, that looked so contrived. For ages. And then we've seen on Tough Enough, they do those like flip bumps, like day two of practice sort of thing. Right, you've smashed head on the floor, now do it, forward roll. Like Keanu James, like she'd or, like she'd been, the distance between her and like uh, Kalani Jordan's legs, like there was about like a five minute wait and then it was like, well, over I go. Oh! <laughs> Batista, when he got shoved by Mark Henry. I when he was kind of taking the piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was immersion breaking. Sorry, guys. Yeah, um, unremarkable, fair. I did notice that was like, check the watch. It wasn't actually, you know. Dinosaur maker! I was just seeing how, how long it was taking for them to do that. <laughs> the finish, oh my God, was so bad. You'd like to think that Roxanne Perez is turning heel because if she isn't, she is a heel in my eyes. Mm. She's not ideal. She's still a baby face. Like, this phenomenon happens in WWE quite a bit where it's like the baby face steals one or like babyface is a complete f-ing brat <laughs> and it's the yeah. i've just put a prank on you then that stupid smug obnoxious face you have to say oh my god children playing children games i feel like i went 20 years 23 years i remember one specifically it was the hurricane beating the rock which he should be very proud of but it was basically i don't even think his music played i think steve austin's yes. did the first time I remember vividly a baby face celebrating on his ass on the ramp, like I shouldn't see that shot ever yeah. again. And yet it's the most common celebration when I think of a WWE baby face celebrating. I did it. It's sitting down on the ramp because yeah. they've rolled out and he was like, you bloody got me. 
With your wrestling move. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. The worst. Uh, I got a bit sad next because there was a... You all get sad, Will Well, there was a hype video for Cameron Grimes and I remembered better times for him. Mm. Not gone great for him up on the main roster. So they hyped him up. Uh, and then the Alpha Academy are there. Uh, Gable talks how close he is to winning the Heritage Cup. Maxine wants to get her hands on Lash. Otis does too, in a different way. Um, Gable calls the metaphor savage idiots and they issue a six-person mixed tag challenge. Uh, they want the answer this evening. Thank you. Idiots, savages, idiots. It's Dennis Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That reference. Uh, I think Michael Hamlet's favorite part of the show came next because we got some footage from NXT Anonymous uh, <laughs> from a few weeks ago. Sucked so much ass. <laughs> uh, and C C Carmelo Hayes is in the clear. He did not attack Trick Williams um, because we saw footage of Trick Williams, I think presumably coming out after being told he's going to be put in the, the well, now it would have been a four-way, wouldn't it? Mm. Um, and he's, he's very happy about this. But then you also see Alexis King just chilling, looking at his phone backstage and... Uh, Trick Williams goes through a doorway and... What, do you want to take it from here? Lexis King follows him through a doorway. Perfectly normal walk. I don't mean that in an NXT context. He's just walking. <laughs> and then as he approaches the doorway, as if to imply that he's going to attack him, goes... It's <laughs> <laughs> Nicky. Like, it's like the, the worst. Sunny. Tom McGee. Is he goaded, actually? Like, just, that was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, like, is it... Is it I'm going to get this guy. And obviously, we're going to... Like, there's more to come. The story, the story isn't over, is it? Him, like, sort of spider attacking his way to find an already attacked guy. Oh, I wasted all my spider energy. <laughs> he looked like an asshole. <laughs> he's, he's so rubbish in, like, a like a fantastically entertaining way. Yeah. Like, we didn't remark on this um, when he was interrupting the trick Carmelo Hayes, did you do it, face-to-face -face confrontation when he came in to, like, be the, the straw that stirs the drink. Mm. And he went... <laughs> I don't want to take my glasses off, actually. I don't look like a mole in front of you all. <laughs> but he had like oh, his, uh, spot, yeah. he had these sunglasses, and he was going to go. Oh, did he try and put them away? Yeah, he tried or, to put them in his like like jacket front pocket. He, sort of like, he couldn't find <laughs> it. Arsene Wenger trying to do his zip up. Yeah. And now he's like, right, okay. You can't you can't do anything. You <laughs> cannot do anything, this lad. So the idea is right, okay, you have to look menacing and like you're uh, revving up to attack someone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look like an asshole. A bit less bushwhacker, please. Yeah. It was, it's it's very, he was giving looking butch. <laughs> it's very rare that sort of wrestling cuts through on those, you know, those social media posts like, oh, give me an example of whatever. Uh, someone, I saw someone tweet like, give me an example of anti-aura. And then someone posted the clip where he slides in on his little chair. Oh, the entrance is great. <laughs> and it went massive. I've seen this everywhere. Shame. Not really. Um, I, but the idea is, you didn't see what happened inside the room. If only there was a video camera. There, there, there will be. <laughs> and they could have done this on night one. Yeah, next thing you're on you know when you had that camera two feed, why don't you just click... Come three feet to look what happened in the next room. Just is, this, is this a bit of NXT Anonymous law? Like, NXT Anonymous has previously been not necessarily like security cameras, just a hidden camera, mm -hmm. like shooting through blinds. As like opposed to the invisible camera. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like spy cameras like they're using. Take your camera with you. Which one? <laughs> like through little blinds, like in the office when the characters aren't supposed to be realising they're being filmed for a documentary. Like, NXT Anonymous is on that parking lot the same. This was just security camera. Does NXT Anonymous work security at the Performance Centre? Is he or she a hacker? Perhaps, perchance, is NXT Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs>
Is this the forbidden door opening wide? <coughs> Can you imagine? Put together, anyway, put together by a traversing QT Marshall. Yeah. Oh. It's still Carmelo Hayes. Yes. It's still Carmelo Hayes because we didn't see the actual attack unfold. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, the developments continue, though, because it's time for Andre Chase to break his silence on the scandal enveloping Chase U. It's ruled. He's had I love press... that word, Wilborn. Thank you. Uh, he's developing. Got, he's got a press conference. I'm preemptive. Oh, my God. Straight out of the gate. You've got to go to the podium, introduce himself as the founder of Chase U, thanks the investigators and the Chase U student body and faculty and staff. Says we're a history-making moment of time uh, for NXT. I'd like to address the news of Chase U being under investigation. I want to be forthcoming, but there is this thing ongoing, so I'm kind of limited of what I can say. <sighs> but there's been evidence of gambling and misuse of funds. Uh, it's all true. Chase U is in severe debt, but he's going to try and work to pay back the debts and restore Chase U to what it is. That's all he can share for now. There's some questions. He says, look, it is a significant amount of money. I have my suspicions on how it's been leaked, but I can't share them. And he also declined to say who he was in debt to. That's the family, probably. Um, But he apologizes to the student body. He's going to address them at the next assembly. And then he concludes the press conference. Oh, my God. Wow. Amazing. Duke Hudson stood right there. Love that. Like, the law of Duke Hudson, the poker player, not just that, the bad one. He was, pro- yeah. he was quite poor. Gambling losses. Because Cameron Grimes beat him. And yeah, yeah. Like, he got frustrated, and then they had a match. It was the most, like, it was basically just high card. So, wasn't it, it wasn't even poker, you was know, it? People, people do things on what poker is. <laughs> so, uh, what's the highest card you got? I got seven. Well, I got eight. You lose. <laughs> you lost all your money. <laughs> nice poker face, asshole. Yeah. Like, but as well, did you see JC Jane looking a little bit nervous? <laughs> nervous and knowing, right? I realise that we've been wrong all along. You know how we've always kind of taken the <laughs> followed by a really good thing in your life. The misappropriation of the funds is for all the good stuff. Where was the budget for Thea Hale's new outfits and attires? It's like eighty yes. quid. Where was 
It's like 80 quid, Aye, maybe 200 bucks. Yeah, but have you seen JC Jane wrestle? She wasn't earning it from those matches. So, like, she's gone to chase you. She's found the uh, the safe where the money's kept. She's got a new entrance theme. She drove up on a car. She had a motorbike that one time. Like, Thea Hale's been living large with JC Jane. Do you think instead of, a, instead of like, you know, like the safe that has, like, the turn lock, it's just got a, <laughs> it's just got a keyboard and it, they're just like... Well, he does C H A S E. It's um, it's quite a sophisticated one. It's facial recognition, but JC Jane pulls every single one, so she gets in straight away. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one? Which one? <laughs> Remember yeah. that? One. Is that when she got like busted open and she had to go right in her defence? Yeah, she tried to be like, right, okay, I can improvise in the moment here. I could look like I'm deranged by the scent of my own blood. Yeah, she went. <laughs> she, did. she did. So yeah, finally we know who's been funding. And it's I think that's part of it. She knows more than she's letting on. Gambling debts though. What she, she, how do we not call that one? Maybe that's a red herring. What it, yeah, what if Thea Hale wasn't the one being influenced by JC Jane? It was Duke Hudson getting back into his gambling past through JC Jane. And it all along. How deep does this rabbit hole go? Find out more next week. Or get your audience up, baby. Uh, tied up. <laughs> I love this story. It's uh, great. I want to see the students. They can take, like, this, to, they can take this to stand and deliver. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> get it. Stand and deliver. Mania Get season. it to Mania. Get it to Mania. Get it through the Rumble first, yeah. yeah. Um, another Ainsley Behaviour qualifier. It was uh, Eddie Thorpe versus Bran Breaker. Uh, and the last thing you need when you're facing Bron Breaker is taped up ribs because some gaggle of bastards kick the crap out of you. You only got any friends last week. Um, yeah, Breaker's in control early on because he's Bron Breaker. Gator rule. Uh, power slams Thorpey's out on the floor. Breaker chucks him into the barricade. There's a fireman's carry gut buster to take us to break. When we come back, Thorpe gets some offense. This isn't a complete squash. He gets some offense and he slips out of a torture rack. He nails some strikes, gets whipped into the corner, fires back with suplexes, but... Oh, the injured ribs, and that gives Breaker the chance to recover. Spears him out of nowhere. One, two, three. Obviously, Bron Breaker is heading to NXT D-Lane. Fine TV booking. Like, not a lot to the match. Bron Breaker. I was, this. I was quite disappointed, actually. Aye, Bron Breaker has these in him sometimes where, because the result isn't really in doubt, you don't feel much for the high-impact stuff he does. Uh, yeah, the moment he came out with taped up ribs, I thought was not even a chance. Yeah, here. like it took a lot of the... Not that there was much suspense. It's an ANG baby qualifier, but... Like, took, TV self. Took some of the drama out of it. Uh, the match stood a chance of getting, but I fine. Like Eddie Thorpe's taking an absolute beating, and this is the worst possible time for him to face Bron Breaker. I don't mind this as like TV stuff to move the characters on. It wasn't much to the match. <laughs> Sorry, I got no. I, don't want to be, I feel like I'm being rude to you because I can't turn right, so I'm always looking at him and I have to go like. Says, what do you make I, of it? Well, I don't care about that. And I didn't care about this. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Just leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> Trick Williams is in the locker room. He's. Pissed off with this footage that's come out. Carmelo Hayes walks in. He's like, so clearly wasn't me. Uh, and uh, Hayes say, oh, let's not forget, uh, he cost me as well last week. Let's let's go kick the crap out of him. But Trigger Williams is smart. He's like, look, we got NXT delaying in what, less than two weeks? Mm -hmm. um, let's keep our eyes on the prize. We're past attacking people. And he's like, oh, are we? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we are. Just subtle little breadcrumbs. Subtle breadcrumbs, I'd love it. man. I'd it's still love it. Not NXT. That's, that's the next thing on the uh, WWE shop. NXT's subtle breadcrumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not amused. 
Are you like Triple H and Shawn Michaels? Doing a lot of cooking. <laughs> 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 These sore breadcrumbs. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. Anything else you want to say about this? I don't think it's going to be Carmelo Hayes. I think they're going to make you think it is right to the point, and then NXT Anonymous has another tape, and it's Carmelo Hayes, like, time and date, just in a different building. Or something like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I told you, right at the point where I trick things, I've got you. Caught you red-handed. And then there's a, a third man, mm. there, but I don't know who it is. The third man? Good cop, bad cop. It's time to play the game! <laughs> time to play the game! Who attacked Carmelo Hayes? I think I've got it. I mean, Truck Williams, it's Carmelo Hayes. Who gets everywhere and is noticed by nobody? Joe Gacy. Ooh. <laughs> He's been positioned in all these spots, and everybody's like, Can you imagine? Partridge gif. You know, like the. Yeah, people won't like that. Boa. He's <laughs> <laughs> been creeping around. He's kid up to Dante Chen. It's true. Did you want to. What if Boa doesn't doesn't even know he's done it because he's had that, like, spotlight demon thing? Yes. And he wakes up and he's like, what's the problem? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I've had a horrible thought, but also possibly quite a good one. I can't decide you can help me with this. What if it's Von Wagner, but he doesn't remember it? But because we just added... um, Situational blackouts to his persona. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He has had those, yeah, because he's like, he's like, he goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> like in the middle of his matches, or like the segments. Robert, calm down, fuck. Calm down, bro. What the hell's going on with you these days? Oh, no. Yeah. I'm so <laughs> charmed <laughs> by babyface Von Wagner. That would, might upset me. I've, t- I've talked before, right? Let's not get too philosophical about the state of modern wrestling on a knockabout NXT podcast, but you can half understand why friendship stories are in vogue because, mm. like, heel heat is the dragon wrestling has chased for far too long mm. because you can't really get it anymore, and yet every kind of... Most storylines are premised on that entire thing. I think that's why I argue for a more sports-oriented presentation. Um, like a uh, puro inspired, like heavily skewed on competition and all the rest of it. It's like heat in the traditional American sense is this lost, literally a lost art, and yet yeah. it's all pivoted towards that. But Von Wagner, I've so charmed by him that I would be upset. I'd be, I would You'd really be heartbroken that he's I'd got think, that in him. I didn't think he'd had it. Yeah, Do I didn't think he was that kind of uh, wrestler. Best heat angle ever, we both agree. Jake Roberts, Randy Savage, and the Cobra. Because, I mean, Jesus Christ, right? Oh, I It's impossible. Look at it. If that happened in 2023, do you think it'd be like, like straight away, guys, don't worry. We were chatting about it back. Would that suck the heat out of it? Like, just like that. You wouldn't wouldn't feel it. Yeah. For the audience that AW, let's face it, gears itself towards, Mm. we've seen it all. Uh, Old husks. A shoot snake bite in AW. Could they, like, get that one over in the way that it is, make it as effective as it was? Nah. No. Which and imagine that, like, you get bit by a cobra, and it's like, and the fans are like, mm, what's next? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. AEW willingly chases an audience with its wrestling, how it should have been for 20 years mm. approach. Oh, that used to be the case. 
And the problem with chasing that audience is that audience knows well, that's all a complete sham and, you know, all the rest of it. And yet you are going for the earnest heat and heels right. and all the rest of it. Just like like wrestling. Riding in pain. He's like, oh, Cobra Jones over here. <laughs> wrestling <laughs> is genuinely inherently flawed on that basis for me. We don't believe the bodies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That development has made me more invested in who attacked Trick Williams than who the devil is in AEW. <laughs> I don't care about that. I just don't care about the devil. I like the devil. No one gives a toss yeah. about the devil. No one cares about the devil. I just like, he's in the mask. Somebody's got like pulling off masks. Someone tweeted us, I'm sorry, I forgot your username, saying they haven't really lined up the suspects. Mm. It's like the absolute no. pivotal mystery like thing that you do. People were quite enjoying the Adam Cole suspect. Yes. Button thing last week when they reached into his pocket yeah. and then the lights that go tweet off. That's the like yeah. a suspect. You meant to have suspects. Yeah. So the usual suspect. <laughs> <laughs> First ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I did tell you about that, didn't I? About when I watched the I said showed my housemate the usual suspects. I'm obviously buzzing. Classic film. Uh, spoilers probably follow. Yeah. No, not necessarily. He, he, I don't think it was in recent nineteen ninety five. Yeah. It's just we started watching it and he was doing he was we sort of had it on and he was sort of watching it was looking at his phone. And uh, about 10 minutes in, he went, who's this Kaiser Soze bloke? <laughs> and I was like, right, off it goes. <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Um, right, uh, back to NXT. Uh, Roxanne, they're just having a normal chat in the uh, in the locker room. <laughs> new new favourite thing on these shows. I think it was, do your impression of one of them just... So, like, it's such a narrow space. They've all got to line up in front of a camera where there's a width less than this table with which between the camera and all the women. Yeah. Typically about six in shots. It's this WWE obsession. It's got to look natural. You've got yeah. to have people there. You can't just have two people in an empty room. But then two characters have to move to the front so that us, the thick viewer, know, don't pay attention to the background, guys. It's what's going on right here that matters. But all the background actors, sorry, wrestlers, <laughs> are being told, well, you can't all stand the same because that doesn't feel real. People that, So they've all got to take their own pose. So you've got one person that's like, and then another one's like, oh. I'll do this. And then there's another one like, oh, they've got their arms folded on that. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like that. and you just look at every single time. It's like, it's like no space and six people all doing different boy girl band poses while two people move to the front and be like, yeah. Yeah. And they're, but they're having conversations like the background extras in a soap, like Coronation Street and the Rovers, but that's a table all the way over there. Where it's yes. Like, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like observing, going, like, normal chat, normal chat, normal chat, yeah, but yeah. like, quiet and down, we need it with the two characters that are inches in front of yeah. you. <laughs> uh, so Roxanne Perez, the baby face, says, if I can't be in the eyes of Ivy, need to Kiana. <laughs> and Ava, she hasn't got the surname, she's the rock star, yeah. um, says, oh, haven't you heard, there's her last chance match next week, uh, where all the people who, all the losers, potentially could qualify. And Roxanne says, all right, I'll just qualify there then. And Tiffany Shannon says, that gonna be yeah. It's gonna be Kiana and Big Fight kicks off. I love just the, the cold dropping of Ishizim has resulted in like Ava Rain uh, just like hanging backstage now, rather than being like when you didn't have magic powers, good up to people for like a year. Like we had a running fear from you because if you like came near us, you'd cast a spell. And yeah. she's like, guys, I was just having a chat with Shawn Michaels, like Kenny Omega doing the Michael Cole joke. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, I'm just catching up with HBK. Johnny Gargano runs in. Where are you? <laughs> Still what not. What did he say? <laughs> still not. Still not. Remember Ava's best me? Bit. <laughs> Ava. Hey, Sean. <laughs> uh, hi, Johnny. <laughs> always comes in at a diagonal. Always looking at the camera. Remember me? 
still not Ava's best bit in uh, in NXT, of course. That would be when Paul Heyman went, Bloodline in his phone. Oh, right, yeah. It'd have been great if that was like a slice of reality and he was holding it up and it kept turning. He put it it's on his phone. Yeah. Off, you know, but I just stop auto rotate. Uh, high video for Bronson Reed ahead of the main event. Uh, and then it was time for uh, Ilya Dragunov versus Nathan Fraser. When I'm cleaning windows. Race down to the ring. <laughs> Dragunov confused by his speed. Is he there or is he just next to her? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he started beating the crap out of him, basically. Um, picks him up. Big chops in the corner. Ch- another corner chops. Uh Fraser gets his feet up, but uh, and, and a charge into the corner. But uh, it was rapid fire chops. German suplex, oh, trio of German suplexes. Decide, despite Fraser trying to fight out of it, um, goes for the power bomb. But uh, Fraser counters with a Rana, uh, knocks Ilya down, ducks a clothesline, hits a knee, and then hits a huge kick to the chest. I like that spot. That looked awesome. Yeah, I got a two count. Uh, Ilya reversed an Irish Irish whip. Fraser got uh, out to the outside and hit a springboard front drop kick. Goes for the Phoenix Splash. Ilya moves, hits a power bomb, hits the H bomb. He's got the match won. Covers him, and then he decides, no, he badmouths my family. So he hits a couple more H bombs to get the one, two, three. Really enjoyed this for how yeah. long it lasted, which wasn't long enough for my tastes. Like, again, I was talking about Brody King and Eddie Kingston and their chop battle. Yes. On collision. And I'm trying to put across if it's like it was all in the facial expressions. That put that over because you see that sequence over and over and over and over again. You also see in modern wrestling, which is getting really, really homogenized and it's kind of bumming me out over and over and over and over again. The I'm going to use the last bit of adrenaline in my body to kick you and then we'll do the double down. And it actually felt like they were hitting them with the last shot. And mm. it actually felt, because they're so goddamn good, these two, individually, and their chemistry was excellent. It really felt like, if I don't nail you flush on the chin, like, I'm fucked, basically. And just everything was so pinpoint, and everything just felt like a last throw of the dice, almost. I, like, stylistically, you've seen this match. Like, everyone has seen this match, but these two just elevated it for me. Um, run this back at some point. Sorry to get too earnest on this podcast, but um, <laughs> genuinely, I just wanted more. No, it's just fantastic. Really well agented this. There wasn't It was a, really well wrestled. It was really well wrestled. There wasn't a, What I was going to say was there wasn't a... This wasn't about a body part, particularly. What I like about... Uh, because Ely Dragunov's the champion, and this is what I like about champions working TV matches, either in title defences or non-title matches that could lead to a defence down the line, is that you don't... It's that old Bobby Heenanism, like, you know, you, the champion doesn't have to beat you, you have to beat the champion. Mm. So this wasn't about, like, limb work, but it wasn't about wasted psychology. Nathan Frazier's skill, I don't know if you're aware of this, is his speed. So Mm. it was all about Dragunov Mm. being better than Nathan Frazier's best. And that's how you book a champion working a television match. He is the top guy. So no matter what different opponents can throw at him, he can beat them. That's how you do this. And I just thought, like, they exploited that really well. Nathan Frazier's, like, all of his, like, high-flying stuff, as great as it typically is, was part of a bigger thing they were doing here, which is like, wow, he's really, really great, but, like, this is why Dragunov's the champion. Perfect booking of a TV type, like, I don't know. Like, not, not so much for the opponent. They made him, didn't half make him look like a <laughs> well, but like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he, he talks is pretty rude. Dragunov calls him out on it. He tries to... Talk himself out of the trouble that he's in yeah, with the big boy. And then Dragunov kicks his ass, does the finish, 
and then treats him oh, like was... a 1991 job guy from WWF superstars or worldwide, getting him by the hair and going, no, 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 I'm not pinning you yet. That's like the ultimate, right? Okay, you are seven foot. You're a big crap. But these are the little tricks we can do to make you look dominant and yeah. halfway talented. And one of them, as you well know, is right. Go over the pin, man. I'll finish with you yet. It's meant to be this like it's meant to be Ben Carter. Looks like an asshole. Dragonoff's vibe was a bit weird. Like I, I feel like they're well, for a change. I feel like his <laughs> table's got legs. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, but he's been all right lately. I've quite enjoyed the company of Ilya Dragonoff of late, and it feels like this was the first step on uh, Baron Corbin's. Like happy life, taking him to that place. He's off. Oh, to, he's I, off to see Edge in that I, place. Oh yeah, God! Imagine that, was... that match. Oh, gee. can you imagine Ilya Dragunov versus uh, Edge? Not the, Adam Copeland, even though they're basically the same. They're trying to do forehead to forehead, but the veins are hitting first. Yeah, <laughs> they can't <Vain> quite. Maker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corbin, by the way, appeared on the Tron. Veinmaker is such a good nickname for Edge of anyone. Oh God, it's one of those. Like, you only see a tweet and you gutted you didn't come up with it. <laughs> can I have that? Uh, no, I'm not a plagiarist. I you hate, I absolutely hate plagiarism. You tweet it later. It can go in your ESOP file. I don't know. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, tweeting around uh, Edge and Christian kind of gets me into trouble online. Yeah. It's just a joke, guys. Chill out. Uh, so, yeah, Corbin's on the Tron from his... I mean, I want to go around to Baron Corbin's house. That looked awesome. Don't say that around Elia. <laughs> Kick your ass. Make your lovely steak. Yeah. Maybe me and Andy Murray can pop round. Mmm. History there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he appears. He's got in his little man cave, I suppose. What man mansion? Basically, uh, um, <laughs> says, "Oh, I'm talking to you through the screen, like okay. yeah, not really, um, especially not after this afternoon." Uh, I'm talking to you a screen, like you have to talk to your family, Ilya, and he's wound up again. Uh, he says, "You just beat the crap out of your friend because all all because he all he did was say my life's better than yours." Which it is. <laughs> um, you're only here for that title. It's the only thing I'm, I'm missing, basically. I'll take the title off you at deadline. I'll have everything. And you're going to have nothing. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'll even pay for your plane ticket home and put you in first class. Uh, and we're going to go face-to-face next week ahead of NXT Delane. What is it? And I hate this so much. Because I was like, you know when you like you raise a certain way or on a certain thing or a certain like way of thinking... Mm. And you just think, well, that was correct because that was what I knew. But I'm fairly certain I'm correct. WWF governed by the fair, impartial, and almost like incredibly brilliantly boring Jack Tunney. Just the absolute living visage of impartiality. And when he cast down a ruling, it was f- always fair. And he had this like, he just looked like a bloke doing admin. Mm. And it's like, like no, Jack Tunney's going to sort this out. And if Jack comes in, one, it's serious business of Tony's doing it. And B, obviously he's fair. And this promotion's absolutely just. Why can't modern wrestling, and AW cracked this for so long, which is so frustrating. That's yet another thing they've let slip. They've absolutely gerarded this pr- promotion. <coughs> right. <Good. laughs> Why can't wrestling promotions be nice and fair? Obviously, the guy it puts the heels over is yet more transgressive. So that's what you need to do. That's probably one of the reasons why heat doesn't work, as I said. Like, AEW, uh, Copeland's taking his sweet time saving the civilian from getting a neck broken. Um, Should we not get, like, the security team out? Uh, Nah. (laughs) That's what it basically is. It's all a bridge and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God. 
And why can't Ilya Dragunov, right, just go home and see his family? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's fair enough. They don't want to come over and settle. Yeah. And he wants to make, like, his legacy. Honestly, he's doing the old Dax Harwood. So he's doing the old Dax well, Harwood. Dead man there. I like you, Dragunov. Oh, I could imagine Dax and the Taker together. Bloody hell. Dax and Taker. Oh, my God, oh yeah. My he invites him down to his, like, kind homemade like detective bar. Detective duo. Got these for you especially. Well, my God, FTR-branded bones. Never thought I'd see yeah, a day. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. One, two, three, four, five, six. They've all got six stars on them. Yeah, it's seven uh, stars now, actually. That's very, that's very clever, Dax. Because yeah. <laughs> you hate work rate and critical <laughs> acclaim, and, you're, and your gimmick is being insufferable about it, even though you chase it in all of your matches. Anyway, uh, why can't they just say, right, well, does, I don't know if they do the Logo Loop NXT. Maybe they still do. Even if they die, oh, Dragunov's not going to be They do somehow shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, why can't you just go home? Yeah. Why go home? Why can't you just go home? <laughs> Imagine that clip isolated. Dragunov, why can't you just go home? <laughs> yeah, no. Sick of watching your wrestles. That last match. Like, am I, I've been on these, right? I'm of the understanding that aeroplanes exist. <laughs> <laughs> why can't he take one and go home and see his family go, yeah? Oh, I love it to see you. This is his first match in four weeks. Kiss, it's kiss, his kiss. fault. They didn't book him. Yeah. So he could have said, do you need me for the next three weeks? No. Okay. Just because it makes Halloween. them look oh, so look. stupid. I'm mid-run. Shut your mouth. Sorry. Stupid and incompetent and, like, nasty. Yeah. Like, one, they should know that airplanes exist. So that's stupid if they don't say, you know, you can just, like, fly home for a few days. Like, it might be a bit of a pain in the arse, long flight, all the rest of it. Like, is the Von Cod? Yeah, shut up, man. I'm mid rant. <laughs> and, like, what will they just not let him? Maybe yeah. there's a heel pilot that we've not been introduced to yet. <laughs> I hate, I hate his godlike frequent flyer. He's got, like, good aero moves, but he's a heel. Maybe it's Nathan Frazier. And he calls himself first class. First class Nathan Frazier is his next gimmick, isn't it? Like, he's tried being fast, he's tried telling the truth. And that hasn't, none of that's worked. And then he can wear aviators, and then Von Wagner can be like, hey, uh, <laughs> take a <laughs> you're inside. Face it together. Yeah, we have. NXT's the f***ing best. Um, right. I'll just always end up back there. And to sum up... Anyway, there's a big plot hole in the story. Speaking of which, uh, how great NXT is. Uh, Lyra Valkyrie is backstage. Yes, good. Mackenzie uh, congratulates <laughs> her on her win. She says, what's next? <laughs> Lyra Valkyrie goes, deadline. <laughs> He's waiting to see who wins the NG Baby Challenge. Uh, but it doesn't matter who it is, it's going to be. And then Fallon Henley walks in and says, Yep, yeah, looking forward to it next week. I'm going to win at deadline. And uh, Lyra, babyface that she is, says, Good, I'll look forward to the match. And uh, in amongst all this, I had to rewatch it to make sure it was the right person. Tatum Paxley peeks around the corner and says, It doesn't matter what you do. Lyra Valkyrie. That's who that was. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what, why is she like that now? I don't know. <laughs> She's been well, that's the intrigue. That's the beauty of NXT. <laughs> She'll beat you anyway, Henley. I love that's a tagline. Why are you like that now? Tune in. <laughs> it, it's it's like that. Uh, right. I hate. She's like that. <laughs> this was. You know when people say oh, it's so much better under these uh, best promoter and cookers of the year, mm -hmm. um, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Now mm -hmm. the only, the only, the only right thing with is breadcrumbs. I love how right. Okay, I understand like they're doing. Like, it's a growth product and all the rest of it. it. Doesn't affect me how many Yanks are watching these shows. So I will think I will go with the booker who's actually competent and vaguely it constructs a real world and just doesn't do really stupid. Sh 
that pisses me off, right? Okay. Like, I think that's okay. who I'll book for, right? And the only question about who's the best promoter and cooker of the year is, is it Triple H or is it Sean? Ah, it's one of them. It's, it's only one and of them. And they make you stare at your hands. It's only one <laughs> of them. That's what they do. This, like, you could probably watch it on YouTube if you want. Don't. The absolute epitome of, um, right, our audience are stupid thick. <laughs> despite us saying over and over and over <laughs> again. Nicholas, you'll edit until your heart's content, lad. <laughs> over and over again, what the rules are for the Iron Survivor and what the stakes are and all the rest of it. Right, they're so thick that again with this. We'll have to explain it to them again. So they have this absolutely horrifically unnatural conversation masquerading as that, but they're basically just trying to tell you the rules again. Yeah. Well, Lyra... You know that it doesn't matter if I go in first or last because someone has to come in first or last for the Iron Survivor. I'm going to win. Well, fellow babyface, <laughs> unlike the people whose characters I've just explained again, even though you've been watching them for months, Blair Davenport's dangerous in a car park, Lash Legend, the name sounds a bit like Leg because I'm a comedian. <laughs> I, if I have a match with you, fellow babyface, I will look forward to that as we have a respectful competition. Here's a wacky supernatural geek now. <laughs> it's people say that the worst dynamite of all time is infinitely better than this show. And I know we have a laugh with it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know we have our extended bits. And we inform the law, and it's all the fun. I, and I do have fun. We mm. do have fun together. Oh, yeah. And we do have these in-jokes. Oh, yeah. Fundamentally, and used to, do not do anywhere near enough to explain this. It's bad, stupid, insulting television. You know, you like dogs lapping it up <laughs> from the bowl. I don't like dogs. But I'm going to say you like one. You are a dog. I don't like... You've been dog-owed by him over the past three years. That's really? the real corruption that's going on. <laughs> right around the time the Fed got good. Good. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Uh <laughs> in a uh, vignette says she's going to use her black belt to beat Ariana Grace or something. Uh, she's fighting a beauty queen. So there you go. <laughs> this vignette was great. Like, the thing about instincts are... <laughs> They're a sword. Well, <laughs> I think that's a pretty good weapon. It, when she did say, I'm going to use mine, I was like, are you going to say sword? Yeah. And she was like, no, my black belt skills to beat Ariana Grace. Uh, the metaphor accepts uh, the dafties' demands. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that deliberately. I, 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 I thought you'd, yeah, thank you. Um, Dar says, look, uh, I know you ran me close, but nothing's going to make me happier than beating Alpha Academy. So me, Aura, and Lash will see you next week. And then... <laughs> going to eat your words now, Sidge, because you've, you've just said that. And then Joe Gacy's hiding under the ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's talking about how we'd all forgotten him, so he's going to get a better perspective by hiding under the ring. <laughs> also, you know, we talk about them putting... What? You know, we talk about them putting noise in. Oh, there was the bit... There was just before that, I think, what you were talking about. There's a bit where you see Tate and Paxley, right, <laughs> emerging from the shadows, yeah. and they do the piped in of... Oh, <laughs> yes. hey, what? <laughs> what match was Joe Gacy under that well, ring? This is the hottest match I've ever heard in the I was going to say, I watched every match on this show, and there was none of the noises you were hearing for Joe Gacy. Like, he was going, great match, guys, because he was <laughs> like full packed at Wembley Stadium going nuts. What match is that? Uh, 
will it be a successful victory or will it be uh, agonizing beyond belief? <laughs> um, a successful victory. <laughs> as opposed to an unsuccessful victory. Are those the extremes as well? Or agonizing beyond belief? Got be. Try again next week. It's a good win for them. <laughs> <laughs> I liked. Uh, I actually said something on the lines of. That's a bad win, that. <laughs> I wouldn't. Did not like that win. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. Or would I? Or some. He's always said something like, I wouldn't do that. Or would I? Or do, or do I? Or whatever. I'm, I'm actually fine. Not. <laughs> More on Joe Casey in a bit. Oh, well, God. I, meanwhile, Booker T and uh, Vic Joseph have been like, well, you can go under the ring and see if he's still there then. <laughs> Did they not see him? We know that Booker T doesn't watch. But like. <laughs> Ariana Grace versus Carmen Petrovich came next. Uh, she, Grace, uh, powers Petrovich in the corner and offers her the chance to kiss the ring, but Petrovich takes over and offers her the chance. Petrovich gets a two-off a roll-up, but here comes Jake, Joe Gacy from underneath the ring to steal the ring belt. Right. <laughs> And they're like, what's going to happen? Come back after the ad break, find out. Are we even going to have a wrestling match anymore? Yes. <laughs> um, this was the week I started to enjoy Joe Gacy, by the way. <laughs> Carmen Petrich. Carmen Petrich, when we come back, is in control, though. Uh, lays into Grace. Spinning kick to the back of the head. Um, there's a, a back kick as well, a cover for a two count. Grace gets sent into the corner. They sort of do a bit of, like, hair-pulling won't let go, so the referee tries to get in between them. That uses that allows Ariana Grace to hit a thumb to the eye. Fireman's carry slam gets a one, two, three. But there's no bell. And <laughs> Joe Gates in the in the crowd going, Yeah! <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> Shut up, man. It's the best. It was good. It was stupid. It was uh I I enjoyed this for how stupid in fact it was. Because it's one of those where I like it when wrestling does this. Like obviously, ironically. When it's like wrestling's so stupid mm. that when you do something and bring attention to it, you just realize, oh, actually, this is even stupider than I could have thought. Oh, I can't be a winner. There's no bell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if there was like in football, if, some, if the referee's whistle broke, they would just so, do some kind of improv where it's like, oh, it's, it's over. The whistle's <laughs> not working, but the match is over. Or like the referee would just add no, like, have a second like, whistle. Like, yeah. Something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, something. It's like when the time, remember the time when they cut off the tag rope? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like, you can't tag in now. Oh, no. Well, can we not just pretend it's there? This whole so, segment. I just touched the turnbuckle. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. The whole segment was a rebuttal to your rant because everything you've said is true, but I absolutely flatly refuse to hold this show to a standard because if I did, none of it would. Like, none of <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, what are we doing here? Switch it off straight away. <laughs> I d- the only thing that would have made this better... The dialogue on Raw is much better. <laughs> is Joe Gacy going to... Shotzi Blackheart can't cut that promo in that style and he can go, ah, it's probably better than AEW this year. It isn't! I, it isn't! Look, 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 let's not do Shotzi as a gotcha. I, like, joyously rushed into the office on Monday. Poor Survivor Series, considering. That was yeah, the best I, thing about the like, weekend. Here, Sitch, come and have a look at it. It was the best thing about the weekend. You see Shotzi's promo right now. <laughs> The only thing this would have made this better because they got to the ringside and the bloke who rings the bell was just like... <laughs> and the only thing would have been better if the announcer had gone, uh, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> but she just announced uh, uh, Ariana Grace was the winner and then Joe Gacy did the honours. Is he going to boot like uh, Vic and Booker out of the commentary table next week? And say, how do we know that the match is even taking place because nobody's calling the moves? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Stoney steals everything that involved. Don't need a ring anymore. That's gone. He could be, honestly, he's going to be heavily involved in like the Who Done It attack angle because he's just going to get access to all the cameras. <sighs> okay, he's a he's a wild card. But the problem is if he gets, he's our Joe. <laughs> he breaks all the cameras because he hoys them off roofs, doesn't yeah. he? 
Mackenzie's Main event time? No, no, no. Wait, you, you, got, you want him to get his ass kicked. This current Joe Gacy character. He needs, he needs uh, to get attacked. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Mackenzie's chatting with where's ahead of the main event. Um, and he talks about basically having to put it all on the line. If he loses here, he's never getting another uh, shot at the North American Championship. Uh, no risk, no reward. Uh, but before the main event, it's time for Brooks Jensen versus Lexis King. Carmelo and Trick are watching this backstage. Jensen starts fast, rolling kick to the head. They roll out to the floor and they're fighting out there as we go to a break. Kings uh, cut Jensen off as we come back. But, uh, yeah, Jensen just steals Shawn Michaels' moves there, effectively. Inverted atomic drop. And I think there was a sweet gin music in there, too. Johnny Gargano kicking things over in the locker room. Like, do we not talk about this? You can't use us. They're all mine. I want to impress him. Uh, he got a two count on King off for a missile drop kick, but Carmelo Hayes, yeah, uh, during this was like, I'm just going to go and d- deal with some trick. Wonder where you're going. Comes out, tries to interfere, but the distraction actually allows, he accidentally allows Lexus King to wing. Hits the coronation for the one, two, three. Right, this was, March was pretty rubbish, wasn't it? Let's be honest. Of course like, it was. Do they think, does Shawn Michaels think that like his him getting Lexus King is like WWE getting Cody Rose? It's like... I'm going to push him straight away. He's everywhere. Think about it. Like, he's involved in the biggest story on the show. He's had, he's had like, what, three matches, big wins mm-hmm. so far. He's the, become one of the main characters out of nothing. He, he interacts with everyone yeah. seemingly all of the time. We're going to shove this in AEW's face. We got him. Like, no, you got him. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> it's, uh, Wait a I, it's, it's like they've, like, wanted him for years. Uh-huh. Like, in years, I finally got him and cannot get enough. Like Vince McMahon, the things I would do with the Giants. Yes. Turn him 35 times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we get an amazing video package reminding us just how goated the Iron Survivor Challenge is ahead of deadline. Uh, or, or if you want to see it another way, spelling it out for all the idiots out there. Uh, and there's a last chance, yeah, Fatal 4 way next yeah. week, uh, which obviously preview. And Dom joins the commentary for this uh, four-way, the North American... Well, it's, I was going to say the North American Championship number one contenders fatal four, but it wasn't that, was it? Because Dom on commentary, brilliant, cowardly. I never said that. Yeah. No, I said, unless Wesley wins, there's no title match. Which, again, is so strange. I pointed this out in the preview yesterday. So, Bronson, Johnny Gargano, and Cameron Grimes have basically come and, what, collectively decided, let's try and spoil Wesley's <laughs> chance to get the title shot. Yeah. Have they agreed upon that? Well, which one of us is going to win? It doesn't matter. As long as one of us beats him, and then we can go back to the main roster having ruined his life. Yeah, it just happens to be favor- burned down in NXT. Doesn't that favour Dominic Mysterio? Well, we don't need to think about that. Let's just ruin Wesley's life. <laughs> Nobody asked that question. I love this match, I have to say. Uh, Reed obviously cleans house to start because he's Bronson Reed. And um, we go to break early on. When we come back, Reed's just in control. Delayed vertical suplex. You're an argy. Uh, they basically have to team up to send Bronson Reed to the outside. Uh, Grimes gets knocked out there as well through like a head scissors. But as it's as as it happens with these matches, head scissors, which means right, you're going to lay down for like ten minutes. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Gargano and Lee can do some stuff together. Um, eventually, Reed climbs back in. They all team up. Um, Reed caught Gargano and then Lee for a double urinagi. He caught a kick from Grimes and slammed him down. He put Grimes on his shoulders. Grimes went for a sunset flip. Reed stopped that, though. He caught a crossbody, but Gargano catapulted Grimes headfirst. Not to the moon! Into Reed's cock to knock him down. <laughs> Kiak. Oh, my God. Love that spot. Um... Grimes is in control then off the back of that, uh, t- on taking over on Lee and Gargano. There's a diving drop kick off the ropes to Gargano, a back elbow to Lee, and, a, and double runners to Lee and Gargano. Um, 
And Lee dives through the ropes onto Bronson Reed. Gargano hit a kick to Grimes on the apron and dived onto Reed, then onto Lee, and then one more onto Grimes. Big Johnny wrestling chant. Uh, Grimes and uh, Gargano get back in there. Well, actually, Gargano gets back in with a slingshot spear, uh, but Lee breaks it up. Lee hit Meteoras on Grimes and Gargano. Uh, Reed cut him off as he went for one on him, though, and hit a DVD for a nice near fall. Grimes hit a big crossbody on Bronson Reed for a two count, and then... Oh, my God. He's got... Bronson Reed has got Gargano in a power slam position. Grimes is sort of ends up on his back in a Samoan drop position. And then Lee is on Grimes on his back and Reed hits all three with a Samoan drop for a near fall. The crowd loved this. Um, and then eventually they team up and hit a triple powerbomb. Well, they all hit one powerbomb off the, off the middle rope on Bronson Reed out of the corner. Grimes hit a running Spanish fly on uh, Wesley for a two count. Gargano puts the Gargano escape on Grimes. Lee has to break it up with a senton. Re-hit a buckle bomb on Lee and uh, sentons on Gar- Gar- Gargano and Grimes. Hit a pop-up slam on Lee, threw him into Grimes and Gargano. Goes up top for the tsunami, but then in comes Ivar to attack him off what, what happened on Raw, and they eventually just fight out to the back, leaving the three uh, lads left. Lee hit a crucifix bomb on Grimes for two. Gargano hit a super kick. Grimes hit the cave-in for a near fall on Gargano, and then Lee hit Grimes, I think it was, with the cardiac kick for the one, two, three. Wesley wins. He's going to NXT dead lane to face Dominic Mysterio. There was a stare down afterwards. And then just enough time to skip to the car park where uh, Roxanne Perez and Keanu James are having a big brawl to close the show. This was really quite fun. It wasn't so thrilling that I was losing my mind. But it wasn't so contrived where I was like, oh, this is just stupid. Even though it was quite contrived at points. It just met in the middle of those two things. And I had fun with it. It wasn't blow away great. Like, if... uh, if only Bronson Reed had an aura. Yeah. Like, they know how to book him. Yeah. They know how to lay out matches that flatter him. If he only had this sort of mean vibe to him. Instead, he feels a bit, I don't know, like, pissy and petulant. So like if only he was mean. It really have something Stuff like with the powerbomb spot, doesn't it? Like, that just, is just, such just, an effective spot, but by then you're not sort of thinking, it wasn't, it was good, it wasn't that hard. Yeah. You should be thinking, like, imagine doing that on the big show. Three of them were like Aye. primary picture. Jesus Christ. Like bear with a sore head or whatever. Yeah. I, if only he had a proper aura. So because they can get, get him. They get him and they like him. Can they get him there by Elimination Chamber? You can't get someone an aura. You have. You can lose it, mm. but you can't really get it. I just think if they do a spot like this in ones. Australia. I had Nora ones. <laughs> Not anymore. Anymore, yeah. uh, I agree with that on Bronson. I think he probably will go into the chamber anyway. By the way, yeah, I'll just lean on easy sort of big pops and up soon on oh, the top of Australia. Of course. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of pod, yeah. Of I, yeah, I'm with Sid. Like this was it was fun. It was like it was very generous to all the wrestlers. I mean, I've seen this in PWG like seven, six, I, eight, whatever years ago. It wasn't reinventing the wheel, but it just I think like I was struck here how much Gargano and Grimes needed. This, mm. like, this DIY thing's going nowhere. Cameron Grimes is having a pretty torrid time of it. Uh, Wesley was all, like, the result just never felt in doubt because mm. the stakes were weirdly arranged. So it was all about, like, well, yeah, Wesley's going to win in the end. But it was a good night for Gargano and Grimes yeah. in what was ultimately, like, a totally futile endeavor. <laughs> like, there was just, they got loads out of this. They looked special a bit. Mm. And I just sort of thought, it's been the longest time since I've thought that about either of those two. So nice for them. Yeah, like... Bronson Reed's in a pretty good spot. 
on Raw, to be fair, and this Ivar feud, you know, like oh. is is what everybody kind of wanted to see. I just wish there was a match type that could uh, contain them. I suppose uh, they need a bigger boat. <laughs> and like Dominic as the champion, the biggest coward fraud. Like watching a match like this play out and being the champion, that's that's proper wrestling heel stuff, isn't it? Like he doesn't want any of this. Yeah. I really enjoyed this to close the show. Anything on Perez and James brawling? Just time. Yeah, I, Perez, I don't like it. I do not like it. I think they're gonna. She's gonna win uh, the Iron Survivor and turn heel to fight. She needs to turn heel at this point. She's yeah. getting that uh, just a thoroughly obnoxious character at this point. Mm-hmm. So surely, surely she's turning. We heel. shouldn't have got here. We just shouldn't have. Aye. Uh, it's it's faking it. They should have just like <laughs> literally got Rhea Ripley as champion. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. But I loved NXT. Let us know your thoughts uh, in the comment section or on eggs at what cul- another ten <laughs> at what culture WWE. Watch there. You can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. You can follow Michael Sidgwick at M Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Follow our brilliant producer at It's Adam Nicholas. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, uh, for daily wrestling podcasts. AW Dynamite preview coming your way later on today. Uh, but for now, this has been the NXT review. My thanks to Michael Hamlet, to Michael Cedric, to Stax. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.